Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. News dump. New Year's, new you, Mac News dump. Yeah, coming to you live from fucking 40 Hot Dog Studio here. I'm uh, blacked out. You know what? I like that name. I like what you just did there. Is that what you're going to call your home there? I guess so. I'm fucking around with this green screen there. I went black today. I immediately realized it's way too dark. It looks a little odd. So maybe I'll go with a gray next time. You know what I'd really like? Yeah. I would love like a a newsroom background here. And I, I was Googling some stuff earlier, but nothing was particularly great. So... Here we are with a with just a so, black screen. Very simple. If Billy D is listening right now, mm. either one of them, send yeah. something in. Send a nice 16 by 9 in. And Mac go. will use it. It doesn't matter there how it is. looks. Mac will use it. Uh, you know what I want yeah. is I want like uh, like it's a face up um, doing a news report. And then there's the TV up here. And the TV area says the news dump December 31st, 2020. That's what I was looking for. But I didn't have time to make that. All right. So one of the Billy D's just heard that, and they will give you something very, very soon. Max, so it's New Year's Eve. It's a New Year's Eve unlike any other. I don't know what anyone is doing. I'm hoping staying safe, of course. Sure. But, uh, Mac, you know what? People start. I just thought of a new segment. You want to hear oh, what it is? Sure. New Year's resolution. What do you got? <laughs> I'm not big in the way of New Year's resolutions because I think if you want to do something, just go and fucking do it. Yep without attaching it to a year my goal for the next year stay alive stay alive there we go primarily uh secondarily i'd like to get back in shape i think it's been a couple years since i've really fucking hit the gym hard Mm -hmm. so that's gonna be a goal of mine i would like to also hang out with your baby yeah that would be cool soon at some point Hopefully, once we all get vaccinated and whatnot. Is that what yeah. it is? It's vaccinated, Speak, right? Speaking yeah. of that, I cannot believe. Now, I don't want to get political here on News Dump, but fuck it, you know? We'll align ourselves with a political ideology. My political ideology is why the fuck are politicians getting this vaccine before frontline workers do? I still haven't got it. I, I haven't still gotten haven't it either. And technically, I'm, a, I'm an essential worker. Technically. Yeah, I don't understand it. You got fucking Joe Schmo in all these houses getting vaccinated but nope not me not you so mac for a new year's resolution for me you know i'm at the heaviest i have ever been in my life i am a house right now yeah hell yeah yeah so you know i'd like to take that mass and just cultivate it and you know just become a huge monster of a man (laughs) okay that's fair that's what i'm looking to do you know i like that scare the children (laughs) news dump mac what is this story what is hilaria baldwin so Alec Baldwin's wife has been known as Hilaria. Which is a weird least, name, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Weird, at least to us and media and TMZs of the world. We know her as Hilaria Baldwin. And that gives off some sort of um, non-American background, yes. right? Because no one knows Hilaria. So she has always claimed she was born in Spain. And she's from Spain, some yes. part of Spain. Mm-hmm. Turns out her name is Hillary Thomas, and she's from Western Massachusetts, born to two super old whites. So I don't know how she's gotten away with this for so long, but this has, this is kind of eye opening because this reminds me of 
Rachel Dolezal. Remember that girl yeah. from the West Coast that pretended to be black? Um, this is that. This is that all over. Obviously, Dolezal got in all sorts of trouble. Hilaria is uh, hilarious. white as white American woman from Western, earthy, crunchy Massachusetts. In no way, shape, or form from Spain. So the other problematic part is she's been faking an accent all this time, but which that's, is fucking hysterical. That's just selling into the role, though. That's the well, way to I, go. Yeah, she's done a great acting job. I think it's really funny because sometimes we'll get into the fake Italian accents for, and it's contagious. You I'm can't not. Mia. Yeah, no, it's spicy meatball. It's she's been me. doing that for I'm like ten you. years. <laughs> I really wish that the accent that she took though was the one with the lisp, and you said, "Oh, I'm from Espana." Yeah. Oh, yes. are we going to a beef at the night? And it turns out, I guess her parents live in Spain now, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. She just like vacationed in Spain a few times and claimed she was from there. I'm from Espana, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Havana, Una, la, 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 la. News dump. Hey, Mac, Warner Brothers wanted to cut the mall scene and the Amazon scene from WW84, but Patty Jenkins refused. This is from at JoeBlow.com. And uh, double-edged sword here, because I thought the scenes were stupid and didn't really plan to the movie, but are they the most memorable scenes from the movie? I thought it was the uh, Egyptian chase scene, not the Amazon scene. No, I think it's the Amazon scene. I think it's the Because Egyptian the chase, chase scene, scene actually plays into the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one they wanted to cut. I'm pretty sure they wanted to cut the mall scene and the Egyptian scene, which are like the two most memorable for Agreed sure. Agree to disagree. The Amazon scene at the beginning is not necessary, so I could totally understand that. Cutting the mall scene seems super dumb because that establishes time place also and where the character and i think at. a listener pointed this out if you cut that scene you don't have actual wonder woman in a non-origin movie until like an hour and 15 minutes into the movie very true well like that, that makes you know, sense that, in an origin movie because you know it's yeah, someone building yeah. to be the character she's right. already wonder woman and it's like no nah, it's just gal gadot don't worry well think about you know we talked about this a little bit when we talked about the original deadpool Without that opening scene, there's no Deadpool for like an hour. Yeah. And that would have really hurt the movie. And that's, I think, one of the smartest things that they've ever done in an origin story is you started with the superhero. And it's like, let me tell you a little story. Right. Yeah. Exactly. News deal. Speaking of HBO Max, Batgirl and Static Shock are movies that might go directly to HBO Max. And Walter Hamada, he told the New York Times that some risky properties, maybe some movies that they don't know you know, won't do as well in the theaters. They'll just try them out on HBO Max. Now, I'm curious to how the quality of these movies are going to be, but if they're close to being movie quality, I'm kind of excited by this because you'll get some lesser-known characters getting some stories and being in the forefront of those stories. Well, yeah, and I think movies like Batgirl and Static Shock mm -hmm. aren't movies that are going to drive people to the theater yeah. anyways. So, Especially I, Static Shock, who has a real niche audience. But well, I would say it's a I, cool. I think there would be a lot of people excited to see Static Shock. Yeah, I would go it's a cool character. But I think by putting it to HBO Max, it's going to get a much wider audience, which yeah. is, I think, a good thing to your point for but those less My main question, characters. though, is quality-wise, would it be somewhere between CW and actual movie, or would it be closer to being an actual movie? Because I don't that's know. important. It is important, and it's tough to tell with 84 because the CGI sucked in that movie, and that was a big-budget movie. So that we'll just chalk that up as they just sucked in general. And the other thing, I don't know what's going on with Walter Hamada here, but Ray Fisher came out. He's the the actor that plays Cyborg and said he's not going to be doing like any publicity with Walter Hamada. So I don't know what the fuck happened there. I don't know what the relationship is there. Maybe we're missing something there. So please fill us in if you know that. News dump. 
Mac, the future of DC Films, two Batman stories, six movies per year split between theaters and HBO, so that kind of plays into Batgirl, Static Shock, but I'm into the two Batman stories because there's definitely two different angles to take the character, the more uh, noir, detective story grounded by, you know, there are no aliens in there, there's no supernatural stuff, and then you can also take the Batman and have him play off Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, crazy monsters. That is really ambitious for a studio that's produced 33%. Yeah, but if you're that studio, things, you, you know? say, how do we make money? Oh, every Batman movie makes money? <laughs> Let's put out 10 Batman movies a yeah, year. No, I, and I'd be, be super into that. if one of those Batman series was rated R. Sure. For no, the pirates I, out there. No, so the, the two Batman stories, I think, are just going to be the two Pattinson movies that are set in stone or whatever. Well, no, I think they're trying to get Affleck back. I doubt it. I doubt it. Or if and, you, well, and, also what you can do is if you do Flashpoint, you can reset it to then have a new Batman outside of Pattinson's Batman. Just have old man Keaton do it. I mean, that's true as well. I, I just think, you know, sort of what uh, Star Wars did after The Last Jedi and Solo, they were like, oh, let's pump the brakes here. Let's rein it in, figure out our deal, and yeah. put out only good content. No, and they've pretty much. It doesn't much matter done if the content is good. Let's put out it some does. stuff that makes it money. Does. No, 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 no. It do- in the long run, it certainly does. Because if you give us all bullshit DC stuff over the next two years, no one's gonna want to see DC. Hear me DC out. Stuff. You're you're out there talking like an ant right now. I'm a cricket. <laughs> I want satisfaction right now, and I don't care what the repercussions are in the future. Fair enough. News to help. Once again, executives at DC confirm that Zack Snyder's Justice League is a standalone, not a part of their blueprint moving forward. But to be fair, Zack Snyder has spoken recently, and a lot. He has been speaking a lot over the last, I don't know, month or two. And he's making it seem like he might be getting a sequel to his movie. This Which, by the way, in- we called when he first came out with, oh, the Snyder Cut's coming out. We're like, oh, he's going to push for a sequel. That's what his goal is here. Well, we talked about this, obviously, last week with Wonder Woman 84. Like, what are we doing, DC? Are we building a universe or not? And so if we are, all of these things are canon, right? If not, then they're all one-offs. But if they are building a universe, and we have to imagine they are, the Justice League movie still counts. So now they're coming out and saying, whatever Snyder, yeah, we've backed Snyder a little bit, but whatever the fuck he gives you on HBO Max doesn't matter. So again, they're cutting themselves down from within here. You know, we are interested in what the Snyder Cut's going to be. I think it's going to be fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. But we are interested in seeing You that. know what? And but now we know it does not matter. It doesn't matter. I actually wouldn't be that upset if at the next DC Fandom, they went on the stage and they had up in like a picture behind them, Wonder Woman, the first one, Aquaman, and then maybe that's it. And they said, these are the <laughs> only two movies that are now canon. Everything moving forward uh. will be canon. Yeah, and the new Suicide Squad. I don't know what's going to be, but yeah. It might be smart. That's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. I just, it's really funny that, you know, DC and what HBO Max have dumped like 60 million into the Snyder Cut, and it's literally meaningless. But they added four minutes. They shot four (laughs) more minutes. (laughs) Well, then Godot said she didn't shoot anything new for the movie. So there's all sorts of contradictory reports. Well, no, but there's a whole lot of other parts of the film that they didn't use in the one that came out in the theaters. Right, right. But now you have Snyder obviously going to want a sequel because you know what's going to happen. You're going to have 
people really, really backing this one. I mean, look at 84. 84 was not a good movie. Yeah. And it still has middling Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Which is baffling to me. I have a feeling that this movie is going to be fucking terrible. Maybe not Suicide Squad bad. Um, but it's not going to get lambasted. So let's just throw this out there right now, because everyone keeps on bashing Suicide Squad the past week or so. Guys, Suicide Squad won an Oscar. It won an Oscar. It's true. Oscar-winning, Academy Award-winning Suicide Squad. They should do every decade, at the end of every decade, the Academy should do a retcon award show. You know what? And remove their worst winner. Hear me out, And and remove their awards. You know what we have right here? We have a podcast where we talk about movies. I'm going to toss this out there for you. That's an idea for us. Mm, I like it. I toss it out there. I'm I'm keeping it. I like it. Let's do it. New stuff. Mac, rumors Joseph Gordon-Levitt has recently met with the creative heads at Marvel. Mm, rumor has it. Do you rumor think, has it. Who do you think is going to be? Joe Gallo, I am a fan of. I, am I a like fan Joe Gallo. He kind of played Robin in the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Oh, you should go by Robin. <laughs> um, I don't know who he could play that in my head right now. I'm so confused by what Marvel's doing. Yeah. Um, just completely confused. I guess it depends now, on how old are the Fantastic Four. That's mm-hmm. really the main question because I don't think you can make him an X-Man. Did I say well, X-Man? I was making Fantastic Four somewhere yeah. in that realm. Well, no, I just said Fantastic Four, but I'm saying I don't... Yeah, I said X-Men. Did I say... Uh, let's go check the tape. But so I'm saying it depends on how old the Fantastic Four are. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then when it comes to like the X-Men, because they're also introducing them... Mm-hmm. Do they? Because his age is like he's you know above forty, so he's he, kind of he's he a, a younger Professor X. I was just gonna say that. Ooh. So he has, Ooh. you know, is a lot like Patrick Stewart, a lot like James McAvoy. He has a, a certain uh, you know way to him. I think he could be a Professor X. And he already shaved his head for that movie with Anna Kendrick, where he had cancer. So right, so he go. could play that same he's character. Prepared for the role, and then Seth Rogen shows up and laughs. I know some people are saying possibly Doctor Doom, but once I could again, see it. But again, how, how old do you want the Fantastic yeah. Four? Because right. I want them to be right. late twenties, early thirties. But I also don't want another origin story. So, so we've gotten in between there. So the original franchise with Jessica Alba as Sue Storm, they were like thirties, yes. right? And then the when they stick, I think they were, they were 11. all like just outside of college. No, they were eleven, like twenty-two area. I so. think it was Fanforstic babies. Like Muppet Babies. Like Muppet Babies, but really, really bad. <laughs> fan four stick. News dump. Speaking of the fan four stick, Michael B. Jordan is set to direct Creed 3. And my hopes for this movie is they turn it into an actual Creed series now. They back off the Rocky stuff because I loved Creed 1. I thought yep. that movie was just awesome the balls. Movie. Awesome Creed movie. two. Some people really like it, but I feel like that's just nostalgia. I still haven't seen it. I Dude, still haven't seen it. Half of it's really that's, good. Half that's of it how that is focused. For it. Half of it that is focused on Creed is really good. The other half that is uh, Rocky four point five is just like just get out of my face. Yeah, I the was issue, so excited it, about the Creed character, and right. they just pushed him off to the side, and then they brought back Brigitte Nielsen. And guys, come on. Well, the issue there was the first one I know was directed by Kugler. I don't know if he wrote it. I don't remember if he wrote it or not. But the second one was written by Stallone. Yeah. And so obviously he shoehorned a bunch of Rocky stuff back in there. And we didn't need oh, that. We didn't like Creed for Stallone. We liked Creed for Michael B. Jordan. So 
we're all all in on Michael B. Jordan. I don't know what he has in terms of directing experience, but this dude's been in the industry for 20, 25 years now already. So he's young still, but he's old or he's experienced in this realm. So I'm sure he'll be a fine director. I mean, we saw someone like John Krasinski step into the director's chair and did a great job on his first big screen appearance. So I think Michael B. Jordan can do the same thing. But once again, the main thing is just put Creed in the spotlight. Put his character, put Tessa Thompson, have that family be the spotlight of the movie. Agree. News dump. Cobra Kai is back in one day. Never watched an episode, probably never will. It's on I Netflix. Just, I feel like I'm, I'm going to watch it soon. I'm not inspired by revisiting the Karate Kid series. You know, Karate Kid was a movie I liked as a kid. Probably haven't seen that movie in 25 years. Yeah, I mean, Jackie years. Chan was really good in it. Good. Will Smith Jr. was very good in it. <laughs> I just, I think you had to be an 80s baby to really want to watch the series and appreciate so, it. I, didn't I know there are a it. lot of people that do love this series. I'm just never going to watch it. I didn't watch it because it was on YouTube Red, but now that it is on Netflix, I feel like if I watch one episode, I'll get hooked. Maybe. But, you know, I'm, I'm watching so much uh, Bluey now that that's, that's my life. Simping it up out there. Bluey, you got to let me play sometimes. News dump. That was Bingo, by the way, if you couldn't tell by that impression. Oh, right. Bingo right. whines every episode, but, you know, Bingo's a great character, so I'm not even going to complain. What's the name of? Well, Bingo's a girl, Mac. Uh, so there is a of? new show out there starring Blossom called Cat Lady or something. She should be called Binga if it's if it's a girl, you know? Like I'll the, let the uh, New Zealanders Italians know. Italians and, and Spaniards do right. it. Right, I'll let the New Zealanders know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I saw this commercial while watching Foosball the other day. Blossom Lady... What's her name? I wanted to say Rami Malik, but that is the Oscar <laughs> I almost said Soleil Moonfry, and that's not <laughs> So Blossom Lady. I think it's Malik. Gone. Malik. Oh, there's a, B, there's a Bialik. Bialik's the last name. Okay, yes. Malik Bialik? <laughs> Meek Beak. Here's is the thing. Is that, new... uh, she wears a hat. She wears big floppy hats. And Joey Lawrence is her brother. Whoa. <laughs> Blossom Lady got a new series. I'm sh- I think it's CBS. It's got to be CBS. It's got to be CBS. Um, and she's just got like 13 cats. Which, by the way, I mean. And that's the series. Dude, that's it. seeing promos for CBS programming on, say, like Sundays when you're watching football, I have never seen a funny promo for the neighbors. And they show promos for that constantly. Yeah. It's just two different worlds. They're trying to tap into the football watchers. And every time I see, I'm like, what? What is this? Like, what, what is are Schmidt we doing? doing right now? And then it's like, hey, go check out Bob Loves Abishola. Yeah, Bob Hart's Abishola. Which is, it's, more so, show. it's so crazy that Billy Gardner, not Billy Gardner, Billy Gardell has now been in several very successful sitcoms. Mm. Billy Gardell. No one really, no one really knows him. They he just, was the he, sidekick in the Yes, Dear. Guy. Like, he was the yeah. guy in the back of Yes, Dear. And now <laughs> look where back. he is. Well, that's kind of like, so if Melik Beek, if she, <laughs> if she has another successful show here, so if Cat Lady turns into another successful show, well, are you crediting her big for bang? Uh, Bazinga? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that she played into it. She was a big. Okay. She joined in like season three, and then that show ran she, what she seventeen years. Wow. So hmm. she was in Blossom, Big Bang, and now this. She should just, you know, she should be Blossom Lady because everyone knows who that is. No one knows who Meek Beak is. <laughs> News dump. Hey, Mac, what happened this week in the DSG? Well, we reviewed Wonder Woman 1984, 
Dork reviewed Wonder Woman 1984. Change My Mind reviewed Wonder Woman 1984. And so the pop culture pile driver guy said, hey, we don't want to review this, review this movie because it wasn't very good. But so they, they talked their, about it for 20 minutes, though. Did they? Yeah. They did their top 11 female wrestlers of all time. Are you sure they so, didn't do top 11 Police top Academy 11. movies? <laughs> uh, I think the uh, Dem Pineapple Boys have taken the week off. Uh, the Book Boys, I think, did a best of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw that they out. reviewed a comic where hamsters were black belts and they were named Arnold and Jean-Claude and Steven. So it's like Ninja Turtles. But it's a parody. So it's a Ninja parody hamsters. of a parody because Ninja Turtles is a parody of Daredevil. Classic. I'm sure. That would be like um, if we did a parody of Austin Powers. Oh, behave. <laughs> Do I make you Randy, Randy. baby? <laughs> Do you want to? This is a little like no. it's always sunny. No, nope, I don't. No, nope. Do you want Whatever to shoot asking, no. Austin Powers no. 4 where me and you will switch back and forth between being Dr. <laughs> Evil and Austin Powers? <laughs> It'll be very confusing. <laughs> we'll have to wear name tags. <laughs> <laughs> and like sometimes we won't even change outfits. We'll just change characters. <laughs> just, we'll switch sides on screen. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Mr. Powers. Oh, <laughs> uh, goo. Also, this week we watched the Pixar movie Soul. Yeah. So if you liked that, we'll be talking about that next week. And then right after that, we'll have our best of 2020. Yep. Our Am 2020 I... year in so review. I'm like, uh, I'm very, I sent you the categories and I only have yep. one filled in. This is very, very difficult. There's 22 yep. movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know who gets the Pirate Award? Arr. Arr. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, quick two sentence review tweet about soul. Yeah. You know, what, what, what did you like about soul? What I liked about soul is they don't seem to care about children anymore, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of what they did was kind of like a dulled down version. Cause it really is for adults. So they didn't need to have like the kitty stuff in there. A more dulled down version of, say, an Inside Out or a movie like that. I almost think uh, the opposite way. I really didn't enjoy Inside Out because it didn't have a target audience. That movie wasn't for kids and it tried to pretend it was. And that really bothered me. This gets rid of that. This doesn't pretend it's for kids at all. It's for adults. And mm-hmm. I like that. However, the story that they put forth over 90 minutes mm-hmm. and you're in and you're out in 90 minutes pretty quickly. They could have done it in like 45. Oh, yeah. So I have a question for you, too. And maybe this is for the podcast, but are we not supposed to have things that we're excited about? Is that what the movie's trying to tell us? Don't get too excited about one thing. Spread yourself out. I sort of like the me- Actually, I really like the message of the movie. I don't I don't think everyone needs to live their life that way. But like, I don't plan too far ahead in life because I don't know what's going to happen. And planning goes into like an expectations thing, right? Yeah. So if you plan for something and you expect it and you're let down, that really stinks. Yes. If you don't plan for something, there's no letdown there, right? Never get check. excited about anything. <laughs> uh, so that's sort of how I operate. Yeah. And it's done me well so far. I mean, uh, maybe I got to make some adjustments, but hey, you're still I, sort alive. Of op- I sort of operate the way the ending, the conclusion of soul wants you to. So that'll do it for news dump. That'll do it for Mac and goo in the year 2020. There's nowhere to go, but up. So check us out then. Yes. Goo. Goo. I'll, I'll see you next year. Oh my God. We only have 12 more hours of saying that.
I forgot to say it to my parents the other day, and I was so upset. <laughs> Your dad would have loved I got that. in the car, and I'm like, I forgot to say see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, news dump. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.